This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Thanks for checking out 90 for Chill, the podcast. And this is where I like to give the context and trigger warnings. This week, my guests... Well, I've listened to their podcast before I ever had them on the show, so I know their language is a little spicy, and it goes without saying that my language get a little spicy on this one. Also, the Wi-Fi cut out during the uh, Zoom meeting. It's just, just going to suddenly get cut off, and I'm sorry for that, but I think we do a great job addressing the two films. There's a bonus. I'll throw in a review for the 2009 British satirical piece Doghouse starring Stephen Graham about a bunch of guys dealing with female deadites. So, enjoy. Little Hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Thank you for checking out 90 for Chill the Podcast. This is your host. Cat Bus Russ is what all my fellow podcasters know me as. You can follow what I'm watching on Letterboxd. My username is CMDarth, as in Cool Movies Darth. And if you need to fill your house with the dulcet tones of myself, ask your Google Nest or Amazon Echo device to play podcast by Russ Stevens, and that should get you to the show. And this week, Ray from Booze, Boobs, and Blood returns to the show sorry we couldn't get ween but she's got her own activities keeping her busy and good for her there and we do a double feature about twists that just don't quite work these are both horror movies we're gonna go start with high tension from 2003 directed by alexandre aja and then we will go back to 1983 to discuss sleepaway camp so there's definitely some robot chicken stuff to uh research there when it comes to sleepaway camp that's the only way i knew about the feature and when it comes to high tension it was the blu-ray to grab if you needed something disgusting back in 2003 at walmart so with all that said next week i'll be doing a solo episode i think who knows, maybe I can talk to somebody at B-Fest and get them on the show as well. But, and well, actually, I think I got the schedule pretty thought out. So thank you very much for all your support out there. If you want to be on the show, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's rustthebus, I'm sorry, that's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. Try to focus on sub-100-minute movies. But if you can't do that, I will go and figure a way to talk about what you want to talk about while fitting our theme. So thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill, the podcast. As I said, the episode ended up getting cut off, or I should say the Zoom meeting. So with that, I'll go and give all the other formalities when it comes to closing the show then. So not much more bollocks for me to offer, so... I apologize again for the language. Try to enjoy.
All right, so Boomer Siri has done her bit in announcing that this is all getting documented. For prosperity, yep. Yes. (laughs) And this is, again, 90 for Chill, the podcast, and returning to the show from (gasps) Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast is Ray. Hey. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. Dig the rebel tattoo. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I've yeah. got a, I've got the Imperial, like it was a wrestling knockoff thing for me. I do have the Imperial uh, emblem on my chest because uh-huh. there was a nice. professional. Yeah. So I did a bit where, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do a Star Wars knockoff gimmick because I had, <laughs> nice. I had broken, I'd broken my right to w- wrist uh, earlier that year or probably two years in. And it's like, I was watching Jedi one night and it's like, well, I'm wearing the brace. What if I just put the black glove on? underneath just do it yeah do it so and then there's a professional wrestler the fallen angel christopher daniels who has an onk tattooed on his chest and it's like yeah i'll just go and take it to that level so like it i like it yeah Yeah, um i wasn't supposed to be as big as it is but it's all right it's all right you know i after she did it i was like wow that's a lot bigger than i expected she didn't lay the stencil down beforehand let you look I at think it in the moment i was like that's fine and then later i'm like didn't realize like i was like oh looking at it like <laughs> looking at the whole like big picture i was like wow that is noticeable mm. but hey man i got ted lasso tattoos i'm getting oh. my lydia deets tattoo next week so mm-hmm. you know works works all right yep so yeah i didn't listen to the i i was like i gotta catch up but i haven't seen the jeepers creepers movie so it's like all right let's listen to the first 20 30 minutes intro and then see what's going on Uh, am i am i on the booze side of the boobs boobs and blood podcast or was that (laughs) the other way around the one who couldn't drink anymore i am the one who can't drink anymore okay yeah so no i just got myself some some pepsi right now so. all right salute very very boring yeah that's just I, uh i hope i'm still entertaining though i mean oh that's my, no that's my point in life it's still man you know, after all the uh covid drama it's like with uh and you guys still did all right with the show so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean twice twice yeah so those times for me so i'm yeah and and walking pneumonia so i'm oh geez to yeah. have some good stuff going on in my life at some right. point somebody said that was like uh shingles is going around i'm like please please can uh, we not oh, give it to me please uh, i've already i've already had it myself that like 35 was when i got it so oh you've had it oh yeah. i heard it's really painful uh i i guess i'm not uh not the uh person to ask i suppose because i got it right like i didn't notice it till like one day at work i just scratched my back against a, a corner oh. wall it's like huh, that feels like there's something there so it didn't like it was in a spot where it didn't bug me and yeah like yeah. you know went stop by my parents house and like yeah had this come up you know they're like oh that's that's shingles of course you know so yeah that was like a day where my windshield broke i had shingles diagnosed and then like, uh what? i lot like and i and i 
that I had demoted from the job I quit another job for. So Jesus, yeah, <laughs> man, you're kicking with you down, man. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah, so, but eh, came out on the other side. So, hey, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's what we all can say, right? Uh, right. It works, right? Oh it yeah. Works. Well, I mean, obviously, if I have booze, boobs, and blood's influence on the podcast. <laughs> We have examples of how it could get worse. So we're going to be going to be discussing a couple of movies where you got questionable twist, I guess, is where yeah. you can lay it down. Not 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 to say that they're bad twists. Well, that, that's still debatable. And I think we'll mm-hmm. debate that. But um, it definitely could have probably been delivered better, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to hear what you thought of Sleepaway Camp. I am it was a very first, excited. It was a first time viewing. I actually, I actually thought it was a rather quaint little slasher movie. Yeah, uh, with a you know overblown Merkin. Well, just put it like that. <laughs> it's every character in that movie is nuts. Like it's just there's so much to. It. I mean, like the camp owner who's like at least 40 years older than the that the girl that he's going to go on a date with yeah i think it was his last uh movie actually so that oh. tells you how old he was yeah r.i.p.d yeah That's... well yeah. don't wish that upon him jeez <laughs> well i'm sure at this point in his his career and his life he's passed on well but... <laughs> no but you said r.i.p.d and it's like oh, oh. No, no 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 yeah no no, no. he doesn't want to be meeting up with uh um oh jeff bridges no uh-uh. no no uh, so, or ryan or, or ryan, ryan reynolds, reynolds uh, no what was it mary uh i keep forgetting her name from weeds oh mary it's not mary stewart masterson no no oh she always looks like she's tired yeah no she's definitely uh, got that yeah like yeah like she's just had a rough one mary louise parker i think it was that's it i always get thrown off with the louise because then i'm thinking well dreyfus has to follow that but oh fyi last year there was a ripd2 rise of the dam yes uh you know i uh saw it no i did not (laughs) i was doing that on my episode where i just had to fill in a week so it's like all right well i gotta go through the you know a to z of the Alex accessory shop on Etsy's trash features and you know some letters I didn't have a lot of on so I started with a uh, movie I got from Netflix called Wild Target uh Emily Blunt mm. and uh Bill Nye black comedy I mean I think it's worth a watch I went and bought my mom a copy of it just because it's so British really? yeah oh, it's so uh, Rupert Grint is a like a comic relief character in it. Martin Freeman is the antagonist uh, alongside Rupert Everett. Oh, yeah. This sounds so. like a oh, it's, you know, it's... Though, like Bill Nye. He will do anything because he's usually got a bathroom that he's got to remodel or something. <laughs> I you see, I haven't researched his life too much. I just um, like first thing I saw him in was Shaun of the Dead. So. Yeah, and then, okay. and then yeah, and then of course his iconic role in uh, Love Actually, which is probably oh the God. best best developed character in that feature. Yeah, I mean the rest of it's problematic as fuck, but yes, like he's got the best. He actually has the best character arc in the whole movie, right? But, so yeah, 
So right now I've just put on uh, High Tension again in my peripheral, which is a movie I love just because of the, you know, it's it's like it's really kind of like intro French um, new extremity. Yeah. Yeah, I think and it's really funny if you're on Tubi, the first thing up like that, like um, kind of oh, like I, ha- I have scratches. a Blu-ray. I have a Blu-ray. Oh, copy. you got a Blu-ray copy. Uh, my problem right now is I'm like, I've gotten a couple of text messages from Comcast telling me. Uh, you've used almost all of your February data, and that goes back to me just like getting an email from Sony saying, "Yeah, we're not going to include all these games, so you uh, that you got with your PlayStation Plus, so gotta use you better get those downloaded." And then, gotcha. lo and behold, I get that email. So yeah, I put the Blu-ray in instead of relying on Tubi. Yeah, well, the first one that like kind of like uh, that queues up after high tension is Martyrs. So, oh, geez, yeah, no, yeah, that's, like, that's that's a that's oh, a uh, going from d- zero to fifty, and oh my god, and a downer is f- oh my god. I well, I don't know if there's any real French extreme that I've seen that isn't a downer. Um, like uh, yeah, my, my in- frontiers yeah. is my yeah, oh yeah, uh, my next one from that, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe this is just a little too mean. I mean, well, you got inside, and that one's horrific. Uh, I've heard good um, things about Raw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have too. I've not seen that one. Yeah, and um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Funny Games is the other one too. This usually well, that's put in that same. That's yeah. I was going to say that's German or Austrian, some country yeah. that speaks German. <laughs> but when they usually like put them together, they're always like. Oh, you liked Martyrs, then you're gonna love funny games. Like, because right now my soul hurts. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no. After Martyrs, my soul hurts. Right, no. You can't. You can't have two downers in a row. I mean, even no. even when my neighbor Totoro debuted, it was uh... it was part of a double feature, and the A film was Grave of the Fireflies. Oh God. <laughs> so they made you earn that cat bus <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a uh, phrase not heard very often <laughs> earn that cat bus um but uh yeah i martyrs is one of those ones where you just you end it and it's like it just kind of rolls and you're like what did i just watch yeah Wow. Um, I have not seen, as I say, I've seen Frontiers. I have not seen Martyrs. No. Uh, there's some, I can't read, there's a French body horror one um, about a woman who pretty much just starts eating herself that's intrigued, intrigued me, but. Um, you, you don't know the name of it? Uh, I can find it real fast because there's a, I, I heard about that because I listened to a podcast called Screen Drafts. Oh, okay. Uh, where you get, um, I get a wide variety of film experts basically drafting this, like this month was a Spielberg month. Mm-hmm. So they did a three part. Uh, so, you know, 10 hour draft on ranking all of Spielberg's filmography as a director. Wow. And then they did two, two separate episodes in regards to his producer work. Oh, wow. So uh, let's see. Screen drafts. They have a letterbox. So, I mean, We've started getting into that. I love it. Yeah, and they get some they get some uh interesting guests on. Like they did have uh John Bradley from Game of Thrones to discuss the Beatles movies. Oh, okay. 
yeah so right, mm-hmm. you, right well ranking them uh samuel tarley probably best known as um, oh okay and they get the producer like the the one of the show the producers um, like the and writers of game of thrones on the show a lot um let's see letterboxd screen by letterboxd uh body horror uh, letterbox screen dress. Okay, so the movie I was talking about, French, is the number yep. two in in my skin. Oh, and then they re they redid it with Scarlett Johansson here. Oh uh, no, that's under the skin. But I um, thought that was like, is it? No, in my no. in my in in my skin is about an alien portrayed by um, Scar ScarJo. Um, okay. so so that that draft had uh, the fly is number one for body horror. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in my skin two society three tokyo gore police four yeah tokyo gore police yeah yeah second slither uh the james gunn and oh my course, god that movie's great yeah oh yeah i've done that done that episode and uh tetsuya the iron man at the tail end so nice yeah and they they like it was two drafters who all always do it together, and there was like I was hoping this guy would, because uh, you get like one veto at the very least of somebody's pick. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean you knock it off the list; just means it knock it off that spot. And yeah. he like he made her waste two vetoes on um, body parts. A uh, John Favreau, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just because it has a. Uh, Brad Dorf, I think that should have yeah, made it's got the Brad list. Dorf in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So, but yeah, that's uh. So that yeah, French, but yeah, this is this is the French. High tension is the French French new extreme that you could buy at mm-hmm. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's where I keep reminding what seeing the iconic, you know, uh, yeah. the actress Cecile de France with the uh, pavement saw. Yeah. All yeah. cut up. Yeah. Um, so No, go ahead. Oh, so uh like I so I got a ton of notes on this just because I'm trying to figure out how you can actually make the twist work. Because it totally kills the moot you know, like, It does. <clears throat> and then and the, like there had to be a better way to get to the pavement soft it seemed. Well, like, if <laughs> so do you know the whole story with Dean Koontz's book, right? No, I was Okay, so Alexander Aja, Aja, sorry, not Aja, Aja, stole, pretty much stole this whole story from Dean Koontz, his mm. book Intensity. And the ending of Intensity ends with, there's one, there's one person, like the, chi- the child is still alive, mm. and the uh, uh, Marie character is still alive. Okay. And Marie pretty much adopts the little girl at the end of it. All right. And, um and it's brought the same sort of setup up till the very end you know there's like is the bad guy's name is vest edgler vest okay vest and um he he stalks them the whole thing and then yeah she finally defeats him at the end so like to me if you're already gonna take it you're already stealing a good story why not just use the ending that was from the book well i mean never mind the fact it's like do we like when it comes to Dean Koontz, all I can really think of is Phantoms. 
Oh god, yeah. And yeah. Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, uh, but uh, that actually, like it's it. Phantoms is a pretty tacky movie, but you know, yeah. you got Affleck, Leif Schreiber just mm-hmm. hamming it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose McGowan, like you know, it's surprising she was able to get another Miramax movie after all, <laughs> after the NDA. Um, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun, but uh, Peter O'Toole, like, oh, yeah, gotta gotta pay gotta pay the bar tab somehow. Nah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, but I guess you know, it's like I would say high tension is in a sense just skip to the end endless love in a like <laughs> uh we have a character so infatuated unwilling to give up he they just go right to burning down the ha- house <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh, I, yeah I, or like if you really want to like if you really keep everything and then soon as the greenhouse part comes with the um the the bat with the the um wire, wire yeah yeah turn it off just turn it off you, yeah you you could have and then but like the worst thing is they go and expose the twist right away like totally yeah. away from the because the cops get to the gas station and see the security camera and yeah I, yeah like, that was just- like no, you could have saved that until like after Alex goes nuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know when Marie tries to free her. Like, um, yeah, I mean, this is I. I don't want to say this is Aja's first movie. I mean, obviously, it's uh, the movie it's one that. Of the first yeah, ones. I mean, it's the movie that definitely got him. The Hills Have Eyes remake. Yeah, it did. I, I actually just, don't mind that one. I don't know. I, I I don't have, know anybody who really hates that one. No, um, it's messed up. But there, I mean, the premise is messed up. It's so. a West Craven. Yeah, no, seventies yeah. West Craven. You're not right, exactly. And then um, um, he had one before this, and then a short. He had Furia. Okay, this. yeah, I haven't. No. Um, and Piranha 3D. A lot of people have a lot of fun with it. I think at times, like, yeah, maybe it's just a yeah. little too over the top. Yeah, I, I I liked it um mostly for the the cameos. That's pretty much it. Oh yeah, me. no, it's it's a it. it's a celebration. I think it's more of a celebration of what yeah the uh, Dante Corman factory yeah, exactly, was in, exactly in, in, instead of a movie. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, so that's uh so let me so yeah just come on get to my notes come on. All right, back to docs. Yeah, so, but I mean, again, I, like I'm just going nuts. Like, how do you make you know? This is really like right. that. That that twist ends up making this movie like instead of a three and a half star, a two and a half star. Yeah, I mean, you're really t- you're really pulling from you know. Here's my one question. It's like, <laughs> so <laughs> how how uh, I, I guess. I know how she could, but it doesn't seem. I don't know. I, I was like, so the she's... only the only theory I have is that she's subconsciously realizing all this as she's doing this. Um, like, I guess my theory was, well, if she, if Alex actually went to the to the house to study, um, 
and Marie basically pictured herself on that trip. Right. While in reality, she's got her rusty old truck. <laughs> yeah, and right. Is plan- and has planned this all out. And when you look at some of how calculated yeah. some of the deaths are, like uh, yeah. the, the father, like, yeah, you really went to the extra mile to, you know, set him up to get decapitated. Like, right. And um, at one point, the whatever, do they give him like a specific name, the killer? Uh, the killer is, I did note it in the script, it's just Le Trois, which is just the killer. Okay. I was hoping so, for something a little more out there, but... Yeah. Which, uh, portrayed yeah. by Philippe Nahon, um, who was 65 when he did this. And he's no longer with us. Oh, yeah. he's no longer with us, yeah. Yeah, so... Um... He at one point says says to her, to Marie, what is in it for you? Does she turn you on? Like she turns me on. Does Al- what does Alex do for you? And I was like, yeah. okay, well, he knows her name. Yeah. So he obviously had some sort of ulterior motive to coming to this house. Like he knew. I mean, and it seems like he walks in, he knows, he knows what like you said, like he he has everything pretty much um planned because mm-hmm. he knows like who's in bed. He yep. knows what time to come because obviously they're going to be pe- people like he would know if they're still up or not. Um, but so there, I mean, I guess that's, what we're trying to say is like, yeah, that's, that's her subconscious. And you know, that's, that's her living out her fantasies of what she wants to do to Marie or whatever yeah. or to Alex or whatever. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it connects. Well, no, no. And it's just, like as i watched it it's like i really leaned on to you know how judgmental alex is towards marie like it's bad enough that marie was uh, uh the uh she just goes by the name my when uh or may when i'm not a french expert i know she was the former mrs Luc besson oh and isn't he one of the writers for this uh no maybe a producer but uh because I know they showed this. One of the trivia bits of trivia is they showed it to him. Yeah. Oh no. I'm. But, but uh, yeah. So. Uh, well, that makes a lot of sense then. Yes. Um. Like I don't know. She was 18 at least when they were married. And granted, that oh. could put Luke Besson in his late 20s, but I don't think he's that young. <laughs> I, um, I I don't believe so. No. Yeah. I so. Mean, there we go. Like I, I suggested originally, like, well, you know, because uh, you, you know, came to me like, oh, you want to do high tension? It's like, well, it was a Mastodon post and that's what got to Twitter was the last photo <laughs> in that feed. Then I said, oh, the other two options, which is basically just going through my Blu-rays <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, the uh, Evangelion uh, rebuild, because I alphabetize everything by director um really disappointed that barnes and nobles doesn't do that with the criterion collection oh it doesn't no it's it's just title names and it's like oh i want i I don't want to have to go from one kurosawa (laughs) and like because you know when you got a lot of foreign names it's not like you're going to remember (laughs) right right uh so yeah that's um well, so, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I know no. you 
no Woody Allen because Annie no Hall Allen. and it's no, like, no, no. I have, I, you know, I have, I have yet to watch. I know I have to. Um, Pharaoh, Pharaoh versus uh, Allen. Yeah, but as Allen, I say, yeah. ah, you know, if you're a fan of Woody Allen, you know all this stuff is autobiographical in a sense. So it's yeah. like you know how screwed up he is. Anyhow, like I'm right. not going to be surprised and. <laughs> sadly yeah i mean you'll still be surprised i think of some of the things that were going on yeah how early they were going on no i could yeah yeah, i could see that but you know hey all he's got is a grooming case and you know it's not it's not like michael jackson where it was a fool me once (laughs) shame (laughs) on fool me twice like yeah you're gonna get off but i don't know why we we haven't punished him like we have uh r kelly in a sense oh that's true and it's what really pisses me off is um we have not like nobody knows who gary glit in the states know who's who gary glitter is right right yeah one song right and Uh, well i mean this is this is a guy who couldn't get into thailand because of his proclivities well you also i mean like how long well so in the UK, you had Jimmy uh, Savile, Savile, who yeah. as soon as they found out, they're like, tear everything down. Yes. Tear it all down. And you were like, it's fine. We'll just send them away. Like Roman Polanski. We'll just ship them off. I'm like, maybe not. Nah. Nah. Yeah. yeah well, I guess don't ever come back. <laughs> cool. Well, Roman, like, I was a fan. Like, I was the film critic for my junior college my second time around through there. And um, I did see the Ghost Rider, and I thought, I think it's a like that movie. I think is a great, mm-hmm. great little piece because it's basically him saying, "Okay, yeah, I slept with a thirteen-year-old. Uh, this guy over here has gone, gone and uh, committed war crimes." <laughs> yeah, it's like what aboutism, but still, you're like, yeah, but still. No, well, I mean, I don't know. It's it. I then that no, but yeah, better better just be quiet because like yeah, I might be uh incriminating myself just on like uh I just for somebody and this actually well no it actually leads into the entire uh Alex standpoint because he keeps calling Maria slut and everything yeah yeah and yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily you, yeah. you don't really pick up until the end that, oh it's because yeah. you wanted to be with her um but for me uh. Once I got into like got into the wrestling scene, uh, we were doing our best to live like we were rock stars in Peoria's wrestling scene. So of course <laughs> we're hanging out with strippers and everything. And of course right. I'm the nice trusting guy, <laughs> uh, got the easy guy to trust. And, yeah. and then yeah. I'm dealing with all this stuff. Like, oh yeah, I get to hear about all your stuff, all your escapades. Yeah, you know that guy's an asshole, right? Like so. I can't, yeah, that's so it's kind of like, in other words, uh, I've heard all the, you know, all this tales. Like, you know, I was not 18 when I started dancing and all that bollocks and like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, so, I mean, so not, not to excuse Roman Polanski, the, no, I mean, yeah, the shit, yeah. the shit's a cow. Like, there's so many people who've like, oh, yeah, at least it wasn't your family, which we can get into on, um, when we get to sleep away oh, camp. camp yes at oh, least it God. was you know at least it wasn't family it was you yeah. just being a moron the the problem is you ran from it 
Like yeah. you pled guilty and then you like you acknowledged what? it and then you yeah. fled. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. He's such a talented director. People will come to you regardless. Yeah, Which is that's the sad thing. thing about society. It's like well, and I know with women, for especially for for Woody, there's a lot of like, nah, we're good, we're we're good here, we're not gonna. But he's also like eighty like something, so. Oh yeah, no, and, he's. Yeah, somebody said recently, like I'm gonna, he's he's gonna stop. Uh, there was a uh, a news uh, bit that he was gonna stop. Uh, he's retiring from directing. Of course, the next day he's like, "No, I'm still directing." I'm like, "Oh my god, you're eighty something years old. <laughs> Haven't you said everything you're going to say? Aren't you done?" Like, oh, I I dug Cafe Society though. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, uh, like my mom hates hates the fact my dad's a Woody like likes Woody oh. Allen's movies, and then he I'm with like, your mom. <laughs> well, like she hated Blue, um, Blue Iris or something like that. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I I don't want to. I think that um uh the pale gadriel from lord of the rings oh uh kate blanchett yeah kate i think kate blanchett won an oscar for that but it's like and my dad's just like yeah like why did why did you you know my breaking down my mom's you know not liking it it's like well you know kate blanchett's basically mia farrow in that (laughs) like you know what he's doing like that's what i'm saying it's like yeah i mean and I'm sure that's probably why a lot of people don't want to work with him anymore. They're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm cool now." Well, being but like, I'm just saying, it's like we yeah. should have known that way back in 19. 19- well, this is true, Six. right? Right? Yeah, and right, exactly. I'm looking right. to see which one that one was, but uh, she's done so many movies, it'd be like nearly impossible to try to find it. Yeah. Um. Uh... God, she's very prolific. Wow. Oh well. Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom was impressed, but like, that's the problem. Alan's a great actor's director. And it's like, yeah, well, she loved Andrew Dice Clay in that movie. Like, Oh, <laughs> like that's the one thing she took away from it. So, um, so yeah, just, um, going back to this and, uh, my notes. And it's like, I did note that when I first saw it, it was the, you know, I rented it and just put it in my player. I didn't go and just do the French track. Did the oh the English, the, 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 the well, it's called the English hybrid track, right? Yeah, where to their are, yeah to their credit, they got the actresses to go and do the ADR on that. Um, yeah. The only other thing I've seen, I know, I know, uh, Cecil de France, uh, Cecile de France was in um, the Hills I Have Eyes. Only other thing I know, uh, only other thing I've seen her in is the Young Pope, um, with Jude Law. Oh. Um, but it was like the high English hybrid, uh, like there's barely any English in it. <laughs> it's like oh right, so it's like I think that's what Tubi's got. Well, Tubi, it's there's more English than probably. right, but yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I I noted the shit English hybrid dub. It's like just dub it or don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's uh, in the French dis- Dispatch. Yes, I did see that, and I and I do love myself some Wes Anderson. I do too. I'm the only one. I guess I just didn't like. I, I didn't care for um, not the one uh, Moonrise Kingdom. I didn't care for that one. I, I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. The only one I didn't really 
like I wasn't ecstatic for was uh the Jar- Jarling Unlimited. Oh yeah, that was kind of like that was kind of what. Yeah. Kind of a great, down. great the great great short with Natalie Portman before it, which mm-hmm. yeah plays into the Jason Schwartzman stuff, but yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. Noted my being friends with strippers led me relating <laughs> to Marie. All right. So. Um, oh, but there's a lot of hints like I'll get you for this in the cornfield. Yeah. Bit. Like I mean, just that shot of the kid. I mean, like Well, no, I'm just saying the, the the cornfield bit, like there's a lot of foreshadowing. Like the movie tells mm-hmm. you that Marie is the nut. Yeah. Uh at least on the gosh, fourth or fifth rewatch for me. Like <laughs> I mean, I love this movie. I just like I can't acknowledge it as a as as great though. Like it's or as I say, it's it's average, it's mediocre to average at best. When, and again, that's solely because of the twist. And then I do document in my notes that like the entire bit at the end where okay, we've established the twist, and it's like right, gosh, the direction could be a lot clever, more clever. Like Yeah, oh yeah. Like why yeah. why are we sticking on the uh, killer for so long? Like you change the angle, you should have Marie doing the bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, this is this is this is the this is the country that demand France is the country that demanded Highlander the series, and (laughs) that never let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Lambert never let me down. Well, I mean, didn't think about the French connection there with uh, Lambert. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But uh, no, I, I was a bit like for me getting into Queen. At a, well, I mean, I was always into Queen, but like when I really got into Queen, it was a, uh, um, like I was through the greatest hits albums of the mm-hmm. early '90s, and I was like, "Well, shit, half of these movies are in Highlander. I got to check this out." <laughs> and I couldn't get a copy of Highlander. It wasn't at my video store. Highlander Two was, which, oh yeah, I I'm a fan of. I'm not gonna say it's a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but hey, like man. it's such a shit show. I can't help but admire it. Um, I mean, I, so we, we watch so much garbage on our on my podcast that we're like, you know what? It's fine. It's entertaining. We had a good time with it. Doesn't matter. Well, I, I mean, mean, fine. I wouldn't say you necessarily did a lot of garbage until you got to Jeepers Creepers Reborn. That's hot garbage. Yes. That is, oh my, that is, as I said, one of the worst movies we've ever done. That's probably close to one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Again, I've seen a talking cat and, yep, and Faithful Findings. So there you go. Oh, you see, Food Fight is my. Uh, oh, worst and, movie. and I've seen Food Fight oh, too. Oh, God. Yep. yep. Yeah. Dex Stock Detective. Yep. Yep. Ugh. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, Milka Blanca. Yep. Gross. Yep. Well. Uh, so yeah, I've got the high tension in my peripheral, and we're getting to the killing, the killing spree. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm just going to bring it up as jokingly as I can. Eh, okay. For me, in horror movies, No Dead Cats is a plus. That fucking, and Hendrix, man, damn it. I was so <laughs> angry. I'm like, no, do not. I'm like, they knew it, but at least they didn't do like a. Oh, no, that's, he got, he got it easy. Oh, he got it easy. Did there was no sound or anything like that? Like you, they would do, or we didn't see it, which was even better. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I but... usually stand by killing a dog usually makes for a good movie or is a part of a good movie, like Mad Max uh, 2, The Road Warrior. I well, didn't need I... to do that, but this is a pretty awesome movie anyhow. I or, mean, um, I love the thing, and the worst, and the part of the thing that bothers me the most is oh. the dogs. Even though I know they're infected, it still bothers me. I, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't. As I say, it's like I, I get so, so I guess I'm just a little more on the feline standpoint because I'm used to like, yeah, horror movies. It's like, well, nobody gives a shit if you kill the cat. I know that makes me upset. Like, fucking yeah. take. Salem's lot and shove it. Yeah, I mean, fucking dead cats and trees. Get out of here. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I did not listen to the commentary track. I've yet to listen to the commentary track on this, but uh, I was is just it, talking the is note. It Aja yeah. On it? I would think it'd have Aja. I don't know if it's, du- you know, if it's subtitled or what. I mean, Aja mm-hmm. has done a lot of uh, Western, like, he he pretty much like the moment he could go west he went west <laughs> go west young man yeah <laughs> i haven't seen i haven't seen crawl but i've heard great things about it things yeah yeah uh, so, no, i don't know my... lake placid is my is my alligator movie so uh, i mean or see, crocodile I'd... what the hell it is see i don't know i just um speaking of highlander i think betty white was doing basically quickened uh, the, the other other three golden girls to last as long as she did <laughs> nice um so well okay so here's a question for you what mm. when she's in the so when alice is in the closet and the mom comes to grab the phone or whatever yeah and, you know and the killer and the killer comes in le kilo comes in and he switchblades her switchblades her, her, her throat neck. yeah yeah and then you can hear cr- you know cutting and well she's cut he's he's cutting off the r hand right when you first watched i was like oh he's cutting off her, her head i'm like writing the notes I'm like not cutting off her head i'm like what? and i'm gonna tell you right now there's no way she is alive with oh no no of, of head that's still attached well Bullshit. and then and no and then you then you have the bit where she alex addresses her you know is looking over and she goes and says why it's like no that's not how vocal cords right. work he would have sliced open her yes. like her trachea never that mind way. you're yeah you're not getting air to your no. head to go and say that like that's no. that also just... would have already probably bled out at that point too because would have got one of the you know important yeah, no. arteries at that oh, point no. yeah yeah that maybe that but i was like at first i thought Oh, he must be cut now. And then I thought, oh, he's taking he's taking his his new flesh doll with him or real doll with him. Like, oh, well, God. yeah, no, that would have made a lot more sense, especially like that. That is the thing that really the the scene where we're introduced to uh, Letoire. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it can't be. You can't use a twist ending, right? Because how does that work? Yes. I mean, as a lady, I won't tell you that doesn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, just saying, it's like you. You know, you've based unless unless Marie, who's been killing other people, and no, it as a man, no, it doesn't work if there's no activity. Yeah, with the jaw yeah. and tongue. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I immediately thought that I was like, so 
if that's if that if, if she's a woman i mean where's what is she getting out of that yeah exactly it's um like, things that you know like going no back, as, a, as a man no it's like he's which a little, also a little my shaping, first thought was yeah. I thought, my thought was like oh her mouth's not open that wide because <laughs> i'm a sick person but i think we've noted a lot of continuity errors because i like when this killing spree starts, like, oh, the headlights just shining into the house. That's brilliant direction. Right. Uh, right. And, like, the dad goes up to the door, doesn't, like, think, there's giant, there's, like, like headlights streaming into my it, house. Yeah. Um, earplay, earplugs and Alex. Great catch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, like, uh, the entire bit where she's looking to try calling the police and it's, like, uh, Oh no, that's the t- that's the cable outlet. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, why why would you have a phone in right. a room with no phone outlet and right. a television outlet in a room with right. no TV? Well, one step further, why is she even looking for a phone if she's the killer? Well, no, I mean that no, that could that could be basically she's doesn't know she she doesn't believe she's the killer type standpoint like she's got to make her best effort to stop everything true um true. so but here's my thing like when you put anybody in a doll themed room yeah <laughs> you, you you should automatically suspect they're gonna go on a killing spree <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if it's in a fucking geico commercial I do love that Geico commercial. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, when she started winding that one up, I was like, you you get out. You just brought a, a, brought Satan in. You brought some sort of evil spirit in this room. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Um, so, and then, like, when you watch the flashbacks, like, Marie is really getting into the killing. Like, not even, I say, the flashbacks. When she is finally gone with, yeah. as professional wrestlers call it, Barbie. The barbed wire wrapped, yeah, board, <laughs> which is like, yeah, yeah. You really no, she's taking her time. I was to say, no. There's a reason why we use barbed wire wrapped boards. It's because the barbed wire is not tight enough to actually cause any kind of trauma. That's why right. we, you know, it sticks oh. in his face though. Yeah, oh, it does. No, we're not going to say it's not going to stick in your. No, we expect <laughs> it to stick. No, no it's totes going to stick. Like. I haven't been a light tube guy in wrestling and no, I have like, I've only intentionally bled once and it was a really, really good spot. Cause like I cut myself before the match and I was wearing a pink. I just thought, hey, you know what? People hate, hate the hate, hate a guy wearing pink. So I wore a pink headband <laughs> cut and it's like, all right, no, it's a good bleed. Good, cool. And put a little piece of toilet paper on it. And then when like, all right, we're going to do this right off the bat. You're going to just bust me open. And, like, I scared the shit out of the crowd because, like, he pulls out, you know, you just beat yeah. down my head and it's supposed to be, well, a few punches should just start it get gushing. And, no, it wasn't that it wasn't working. So that, so he's basically starts scratching to get the toilet paper off of the ruler. <laughs> so it's like people are freaking out because, oh, gosh, he's just he's ripped. <laughs> He's ripped into his head. Oh <laughs> like, my god! 
No, um, like, see, I thought I was hardcore when I was doing community theater and I was throwing myself all over a stage and like getting cut open because this was to be a ballot, bad ballerina at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so hardcore. I'm getting into, I'm getting method. Now that is hardcore. <laughs> oh, that's not, and no, compared to, compared to what hardcore wrestlers do, that's, that's really nothing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I just love the reaction I was able to get from. I didn't expect that kind of reaction. <laughs> like, are you okay? It's like, <laughs> have you watched professional wrestling? This is 2005. People bleed all the time. <laughs> um, so, which, no, that's that's the problem. Because professional wrestling in like a town like Peoria, like you get to Chicago, any kind of major metropolitan area, like, you have well, I mean that's where people go flock to to actually do it well, right? So this right. is before I started training in the same school of you know former WWE champions and such. Oh wow! Okay. So essentially, it is community theater where right seventy five percent of the crowd is just friends of the people in the show. Yeah, and I didn't have any friends friends in the show, like so it's like yeah, so. I had a good run, and then it's like, well, you're not drawing anybody, though. Everybody just wanted to see you get your ass kicked, and I think they're... Nice! I think they're... Nice. they're oh, I think they've had enough of that, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so, let's see. Also, um, sweet that the killer loves Muse. I was pretty excited about oh, that. Like, oh, no, nice. this is like, this is... Well, especially back in 2003, yes. like, you could not get the origin of symmetry right with the new with newborn on a disc in the states right like right. we had showbiz in 99 and then it's like yeah i hope you guys can wait till um <laughs> absolution oh it's still one of my favorite albums anyhow yeah, yeah well it's like here here's my thing though i just went and saw muse in st louis 2013 this is right after um the second law Mm-hmm. and um like it is the best arena rock show i've ever seen and um i've seen kiss a couple mm-hmm. times which totally overrated i i can rip into kiss a lot honestly i'm not a kiss fan but yeah um but there was one bit where they had like the stage and they kind of turned it into a roulette wheel oh nice and red was uh Stockholm syndrome and black and black is newborn and it just starts rotating and you're like i'm like i haven't heard anything else from the origin of symmetry <laughs> come on <laughs> give me newborn and then i yeah. won't stand <laughs> like ah i was so though i was very excited i was like he was all right. The killer's not so bad. All right, I'll forgive yeah, him no, for this murdering is like a the... poor child in a, in a cornfield. <sighs> that was rough. I, mean, the... I have to say that sh- that scene right there. That scene is fucking rough because you don't even need to see it. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, yeah, it's pretty... the worst that you're doing is picturing in your head, and it is rough. Well, and the, this rewatch, I noticed when she's kind of marie's kind of accepting oh i did all this killing you do see a scene you like you do see a like a flash where it is basically she's lined up the kid's head yeah to blow him away 
Um, which that's one thing Aja doesn't. He's not uh, shy about. He's like, I'm gonna kill some kids. Oh, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I. The only time I got pissed when a kid died was um, Mac and me, and I was eight years old when that (laughs) happened. Sorry. Uh, No, no, it's it's definitely definitely worth a laugh at but i mean i'm eight years old when this is i'm not you know gosh uh, trying to think of how old paul rudd would actually be (laughs) oh um well since he's lived for eternia and yeah i was about to say (laughs) i didn't have that i didn't have that extra let's let's say he's you know was born in 1970 yeah so i didn't have those 10 years that's probably a little extreme. It's like, like, oh gosh, we're getting into Woody Allen stuff, and it's like, uh, Clueless. I know that's like, is that our first introduction to Fosses? Uh, let me see how old he is. I think he's 50, 69. There you go. All right, so yeah, I'm there just saying, like, that that still freaked me out. You like made me feel weird back in '96, like. <laughs> yeah i know you're like and then you know the next year we're joking about it in the brady movie but <laughs> the brady bunch movie but it's like like i don't know if that's cool that i mean it... go ahead sorry oh, i, mean, I just you. don't know if that's cool you know like oh yeah i love my 17 year old <laughs> stepsister <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, Which goes know. further back into my entire like. Well, you know, there's a whole was Roman, tab was and Roman about really it. So. That, well, no, believe me. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, so it goes back to the entire Roman Polanski bit. Like, <laughs> well, uh, uh, my love affair with Paul Rudd is from Halloween Six. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, I we just new found the love I affair. Haven't, with... haven't gone that far back in the. Uh... I literally just watched it the other day. I just like, I'm going to put it on while I'm doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so stupid. It's so Mm. dumb. It's so great. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a movie where I've been super upset that a kid. (laughs) How bad is that? Where I'm like, I don't know. I'm coming up with nothing. Well, I mean, going back to the Steven Spielberg month on screen drafts. So many people offended that hook was put in a lower 30. Um. It, I don't think it made it out of the top 30 for Spielberg. Mm. Mm. It's like, well, yeah. I know, Rufio was a little twat. I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, speaking of Spielberg, though, this is like, if you, like, you have basically the slasher version of Duel. If you don't yeah. have the twist. It's like, yeah. Oh, you're right. You know, we know this guy wants to kill you. <laughs> we don't know why. Right. Right, right. I mean, I, I think I like that part about it. Honestly, yeah. we again, if you turn it off at the greenhouse and you don't know his motivation, I think it's even better because then it's like it's like we don't need to know what what yeah. motivates Michael Myers. We don't need to know because mm-hmm. once you you know, then you've taken away all of the 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 lore or like just what it, the worst that your brain can imagine. Yes. And that's, I think there's, some, there, it's scarier just not knowing. This just could just be anybody. He, the, this could literally happen to I mean, anyone. Right. Um, and there's plenty of movies that tiptoe around that concept. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just recently... Like, that's my problem. I don't like to buy movies digitally because there's so many streaming services. It's like, yeah. All right, who distributed this? Oh, Warner Brothers? No, it'll be on HBO Max every other month. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Disney? Well, I did just cancel my Hulu, which I'm kind of like, it's just more of getting around to watching what's on Hulu. Like I yeah. wanna, I wanna finish Modoc. I wanna. Oh, I liked that. I started watching that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, of course you got. I think Moon Knight's on, or maybe it's on Disney Plus. But you got some That's Marvel. On Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. But and then it's um. Yeah. Isn't Hulu now part of? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, there's Prey, and then there's the Hellraiser. I liked the Hellraiser movie. Uh, no, I and I, yeah, I mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything bad about it, and I and mm-hmm. everybody loved Prey. I have zero interest, and I loved Predators with uh, Adrian Brody. Oh, I, I loved. There's, I've watched it, rewatched it enough to know every freaking flaw in that movie. Oh, it's but, it's dumb. But as that's fuck. what I'm just saying. I've rewatched it enough to notice every flaw. So that's <laughs> right. how much I love the movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just like, oh, when's the next Archer season on, and then I'll come back. Right, I go. Well, I'm like with Bob's Burgers. That's when I catch up with Bob's Burgers. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. but you know, I've hacked my parents' Direct TV account anyhow, so it's like, hey, pick I and have choose. the same. Yeah, I get the box, and I'm like, yeah. Oh no, it's not the box. It's like I was thinking, oh, Direct TV Stream. That's surely oh, yeah, because yeah. you have Direct TV, they give you Direct TV Stream, and it's like, oh, nope, gotcha. they don't. Uh... All right, well, I still have the. Like, my dad still gave me all his user info. Well, let me just, like, what's Comedy Central? What's your TV provider? DirecTV. Nice. Yeah, so I could probably watch all that stuff on demand. It's like, I I was really pissed, though, because I saw, like, I made a decision, and I still went forward through it, but I did see a commercial for History of the World Part 2. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, jeez. Give me something or like, let's just sit. Hulu's got such a great lineup. It's just like, I'll get yeah. to it when I get to it. Oh, yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I, you know, I, I go to sleep watching Robot Chicken and smoking a bowl. So, <laughs> well, and like, if you listen to the podcast, you can hear Lee Ween yell at me constantly about <laughs> watching Letterkenny. And one of these years, I'm going to watch Letterkenny when I get around to it. Yeah, no, um, I think that was that a, like I, I, I think recently, it's a Netflix. No, it's a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's a question. No, that was trailer. Oh, trailer so, park boys. Park boys. No, it was a. Yeah. So we were my team out in Champagne was able to qualify for the tournament trivia team and was able to qualify the tournament of champions for the what do you know Ooh. trivia up in Chicago, and nice. then it's like, um, and then you like eh, I think. Think Trailer Park Boys is an answer to a question. It's like, does anybody oh. actually watch that? Like, <laughs> like, I get Always Sunny. Like, there's a yeah. lot of like my team captain. So I'm 15 years, at least 15 year old older than the. Well, no, I have one. So there's two 40, 43 year olds on this team, and then it's rest of recent U of I graduates. Um, so it's. <laughs> like so it's there's a weird vibe there but so um yeah actually getting through all this so you big argento fan am i yeah no okay so let's say I, yeah i i mean, like... 
I, I mean, I just realized this, like, as I'm typing something up in my uh, message to put on a uh, post on Mastodon at Russ Stevens at <laughs> Mastodon.social. <laughs> I get why people look, George Dekai, Elvira, Neil Gaiman. That is their first point. Then, yeah. yes, we share all this shit <laughs> via Twitter. <laughs> but um, and it's like typing something out and it's like, Holy shit, my autocorrect <laughs> knows when I'm typing Argento that I don't mean anything else. And then it's like, <laughs> well, you know, uh, Argento's Tenabre. And it doesn't correct Tenabre. Like, gosh, I talk <laughs> it just about knows this what shit. You're talking too, about. Yeah, right. Talk it about feels this you, way man. too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, think of every time I think of Dario Gento. Hi, honey. I think of um, there's a podcast called uh, um, Flop House Podcast, and one of the hosts on there, I think they did Dracula, Dracula 3D. I yep, it yep. is awful. Yep, I and, love it, but it is and it Stewart is awful. Stewart had a lot to say about it, especially because he has his daughter in it, and he's over sexualizes his daughter. He's like, oh, he's, he's been just- doing. He's been doing for, that for, for years. 20 years, yeah, like yeah. two decades. Yeah. And he's like, he's just a little creep. He goes, because yeah, if I saw him, I'd fight him. I'm going to punch him. Like, he'll punch a little creep. And that's all I can think of. When someone mentions Dario Agenda, I'm always like, he's, from what I understand, he's a little creep. Well, I, I, I don't know necessarily. No, no, there's a, um, there's a creepy element about him. I'm not going to question that. Yeah, I think but if my dad then, was like, hey, why don't you take your clothes off for my, for my movie? I'd be like, you know what, dad, let me not. I'm going to not. Let's take a hard no on that one. Hard well, I, it's, I think in a sense to Argento, it's like like he married his, well, I don't, I don't think they ever actually married, but he had a long-term relationship with his muse, Daria Nicola, Nikolai, and it's like, mm. Asia is kind of like the combination of everything he can't help but love himself over it i think is what i would explain that like i don't think i don't think he gets off on it i just think it's like i'm this is this like yeah like yeah people can dispute my my legacy but i gave you that chick in triple (laughs) x i gave you that hot chick yeah um but no you want to get the really screwy argento stuff is um Scarlet Diva, which was oh, der- yeah. okay. Um, so I was able to get a copy of it on Voodoo. So I don't know if iTunes even has mm. it. I, I rented it through via Netflix. It's like her, um, Ozio's first movie she directed. So she would have been 26. And mm. it's famous for like being the first actual movie shot all on digital. Wow. Um, and you know, it's an English-Italian hybrid, um, at least when it comes to dialect. But it basically tells you, she basically goes and states the wine scene stuff right in the movie. This is 2001. Wow. wow. So, yeah, it's worth worth a watch. But she ain't hmm. afraid of exploiting herself even in that. Like, So it's... Well, you know what? It's it's also they're Italian. I mean, like they're they're European, so it's yes. different too, culturally different. So All right. a little bit more buttoned up here. So uh, when doing my research, like I knew this title, this movie is called Switchblade Romance. Oh, um, I did not know it was solely a UK thing. 
Oh, because wow. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's hot tension, hot tension. Yeah. In French, and then like I don't know, Switchblade Romance in the UK, which would huh. have prepped us a little more for the entire like. <laughs> well, it would have given away a lot, possibly. If yeah, but I think we'd no. be a little more forgiving if like. No. Oh yeah, we're gonna just make this a. Uh, I this yeah. could actually lead into the entire uh, sleepaway camp conversation <laughs> hold on to your butts 90 for chill the podcast proudly presents to you Allie's accessories shop on etsy's trash feature review six blows in the doghouse but this weekend this is the plan they're getting away from it all first thing we do when we get in the country we're gonna piss up all the trees we're gonna mark our territory we're gonna drink till we've forgotten how to speak well mark you reckons the women outnumber the men four to one we're in the middle of nowhere please tell me you took a wrong turn 300 miles from london the only person we see selling a big issue Hello? It's like evil dead, those things with the claws and the teeth. Where did all the men go? Why <laughs> <laughs> right, calm down. Sound like a dolphin. What you boys have actually created here. It's an army of pissed off, man-hating, cannibals. Me and you, watching Sundance. They both died. Never nibble. You know you want to. That's my name. We're gonna go down there and bash the living shit out of anything can address. Bloody hell, Vince. Not very PC, is it? Ah! So sexy, do you know that? Why don't we forget about all this? This finger food. <laughs> And I've just watched Doghouse from 2009, a British satire, zombie satire, essentially. I guess you'd say close to the Deadites from Evil Dead, um, but I digress. Uh, it's a feature about a gang of mates from London who are trying to cheer up their friend Vince, played by Stephen Graham of... Snatch, Boardwalk Empire, Pirates of the Caribbean fame. And it turns out that they end up in a small, out of, you know, reach town in England where some kind of virus has turned all of the women into crazed beasts and they've pretty much already killed all the men in town. It's about, you know, five guys who know nothing about... Well, actually, it's quite the long, large group. I'd say six or seven, but I digress again. Who just don't know how to really fend for themselves. And it's a statement about, in a sense, toxic ma- masculinity. But then the entire point is that it kind of gives them the gall to get through this event. So kind of a mixed message, I suppose. In a different society... I and maybe England's like that. I you know, I'd have to get somebody in the podcast f- 
from there. Maybe I'll find out when I go there in June, hopefully. So I just get a vibe, especially for my mom. Oh, they don't care about PC whenever she goes over there. It's like, I think they just have a sense of humor. And they realize how stupid it is. But stateside, I think the message is like like how Fight Club is totally bastardized by your just men from around 2000, especially when you bring in 9-11 and the, you know, got to be tough attitude of the time or the sense that you had to be or the sense we're getting held back. So it's just kind of a mix for me. I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, well, I mean, there's definitely some weak editing, but uh, Jake West's direction is actually pretty solid in a lot of points and i think they could have paced out the the comedy and the gore a little better there's a lot of points where i get gremlins vibes about because it looks like all the women in the town are still just following their profession so you gotta run away from the evil dentist the equestrian instructor a bride so you get a little more so there's a lot of things to really take in, and I think it could be done better, I suppose, is all I can really say about it. Not a, not a failure. You know, the acting, for the most part, is pretty solid. They just, again, that's just it. They got so many characters, though, from the male standpoint, you really don't get to know their personality. So I guess there's a failure. So, yeah, it's just something that you can definitely clean up. I would just say, you know, you got your classics, your Shaun of the Dead, your even your Dawn of the Dead. 78 and you're probably going to get more out of those but this is a nice experiment now available on video cassette dear mom and dad i've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks and i'm getting very scared welcome to sleepaway camp Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, read Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleep away, camp. You won't be coming home. I don't know if this is, uh, so I think, uh, re- doing some research in Sleepaway Camp, I think, uh, I can't remember the author, the, uh, writer, uh, critic who used the term transmisogynistic to describe sleepaway camp which is very funny because oh one of the stars is transvest is transsexual um and um i believe she's still with us is plays the aunt, the aunt oh, okay she- no she has I- passed the aunt has passed yeah i had just i had to search high and low through the internet because i was like she has to be and um and i did find this I one didn't... little line yeah because mm-hmm. he doesn't have much about her no, um, no. So no, a trans film critic and transgender woman Willow McClay in an essay about Sleepaway Camp for the magazine Cleo uh, characterized the film's 
ending in which Angela revealed to have a penis. Sorry to make you tune out, listeners, <laughs> that we just gave away that twist. Uh, <laughs> if, if if Robot Chicken didn't tell you about this, I didn't know about Sleepaway Camp until a Robot Chicken sketch. Well, but, I mean, the beginning of it is so fucking wild. Where oh, like, no, I, I, and then you, I mean, then the entire bringing bringing it back, like, yeah, like no, I, I don't. But uh, so Angela was able to have appearances both unique elements. Deeply transmisogynistic, uh, criticized the film for its equation of mental instability. Oh, that's that's pretty common. But um, I could get into that. But we're you know we're doing pretty yeah. well. We're only to the gas station scene in my peripheral, and we gotten I think through most of my notes on uh, high tension. Um, yeah, I mean that's where had, I had like... all the notes. <laughs> And honestly, mine are just kind of like, well, what for, for high tension? Like, well, wait, how does this even work? And like, how does this work? How does this yeah. work? If she's the killer, how does this work? Yeah, um, I, all I can say is like at the opening credits, the entire her as, and she tells it in her dream. You know, yeah. explain her dream. Like, I was running away from myself, which well, and, makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, and I love the you know why can't you dream of normal things? And it's like being like everyone else is a bore and fucking A to that. <laughs> so yeah, but the, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just something like the gore is the killings are great in this movie. Like, yeah. It's a great blueprint of, okay, what do I need to match if I'm going to make a horror movie? I would yeah, say there's good, there's good beats. There's definitely yeah. the, the beats are very like, but like, it's a story anybody can do better. I think after you watch this movie, it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have yeah, no excuse if you're gonna rip this movie off. You have no excuse but to nail it. True, true. Because it's like, like you said, the blueprints there. It just needs to be perfected. And I think yeah. there's there's some really good choices that Ajahn makes. But I think like follow through, like you know, yeah. like any studio i thought i read somewhere that the studio was it was the studio's choice to, to have her be the the killer i'm like i don't think so it doesn't seem like it's me it doesn't seem like they, they're not gonna think studio people are not gonna think that deep i need a twist right i mean yeah did he write you a check for this <laughs> total twist um <laughs> but yeah it's just like i think he might have been over because it is his, you know, probably his big, like, of the time, you know, like, obviously he only had one other movie before yeah. this. Some unknown, really, movie. And so this is, like, him way to prove himself, or just, you know... Right. Show what he thought things. I think he, over instead of just making it more simplistic, and kind of just doing what he did, and just, you know, maybe, uh, just, I want to say, make it better, but, like, just develop those those beats a little bit better. Like, oh, a, a little oh. bit more. No, if if he excludes a twist, all we're missing is the pavement saw scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But exactly. you could, but in his defense, then you could probably sell a a low, you know, an indie studio on, and then I'm gonna have a pavement saw scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so, Elijah Woods studio now, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you see, I haven't even gotten around to the Maniac remake. Love the original. Oh, it's so Maniac. good. Yeah. Both I, are, I mean, I just love the original Maniac because I thought yeah. 
uh, you know, the killer wasn't actually, I mean, you, you got me to like, well, obviously this guy's got deep issues. He doesn't seem that unlikable though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what was, uh, Elijah I mean, was... I've had psychopaths on this podcast before, so I didn't know they were until, you know, listening I... to other, listening to their podcasts. Oh, well, I mean, Hey, we all no, it's not it's not issues. you it's not it's not it's not either you or ween no i didn't think so i mean i have other issues but not usually that it's you know i got other, I got other issues oh no i i like gross point blank is one of my favorite movies and there's that entire oh. bit where uh after mini driver realizes oh you're not joking about being a hired killer yeah <laughs> like you're a psychopath no, 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 no. Psychopaths kill for no reason. I kill for money. I know that didn't come out right. <laughs> that I, I do for a rewatch on that. It's been yeah. forever since oh, I've seen same that. Here. So good. Yeah. So, so as I say, you know, honestly, we're making pretty good pace. Um, mm-hmm. All things considered. Um, so, yeah, Sleepaway Camp, which, as I mm-hmm. said, I think it's a quaint little horror movie, slasher movie. The quaintest, yeah. dare I go, say. Honestly, for real. I mean, like, no budget. Mm-hmm. Made for somebody's mom. Yeah. Who was a doer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, and and had such a cultural impact to which we now have, uh, uh, was it Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah, see, I, that was a, oh, I need it. I know I need to see this movie so that's an itunes purchase i haven't gotten around to um which is sad because my little brother says russ you love the wrestler orange cassidy which is a guy he says is inspired by the paul rudd character oh okay Um, from but he like orange cassidy his entire bit is i'm not putting any effort in like he'll start his match like in a in a you know high you know a high impact wrestling match like you got uh, what they call strong style, which is basically hit people, but hit people as hard as you can, but in safe places. Oh, okay. okay. So, which most people associate my style with. And it's like, in my defense, I was a, you know, I was a, an actual wrestler in high school. And I thought to make a name for myself before I even got into wrestling, I had to go and fight in those old tough man contests you'd see on FX. So, yeah, I'm gonna not you know, like. It's the reason I don't throw punch. I for, throw forearm, forearms because if I throw a punch, I'm gonna knock you <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> um. So, but he was uh so in strong style. It's like yeah. So Orange Cassidy, he like his first big spot in the match is he'll do a kick exchange. Oh. But he only like kicks you slightly in the shin, no effort, no force. And, oh, right in the shin, huh? Yeah. Well, no, I mean to the side of your leg. So not directly oh. on the shin. Oh, so just, it's basically okay, gotcha. like and like the fans like wrestling has become so meta, the fans will go nuts for it. Like when he kicks like makes a light oh. kick, big crowd pops, yeah. Next kick, whoa. Next kick, whoa. <laughs> and then he backs up to do a super kick. And the crowd is whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he just lightly taps the guy's shin. Ah, oh, goes nuts. Nice. They said that's nice. my little brother says 
That's what Paul, he got that from Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, okay. Like he's low effort. He wears sunglasses, aviators to the ring, doesn't take them off. Canadian nice. Tuxedo. He's currently the AEW All Atlantic champion. He carries the belt in his book oh, bag. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well you know that um so, so ken marino got his character from wet hot from uh i think it's ronnie the one who's got the little tidy like the, sh- the shorty shorts in this movie uh, well yep. that that then that's not necessarily specific but i know who you're talking about yeah <laughs> at one point he's just in the background just like lifting weights in these little tiny shorts yeah that was ween and i's favorite part of it's like no i i don't get where this seven like I'm a guy in, it's like, yeah, I've worn Speedos out to the wrestling ring. Well, not Speedos, but, you know, like, low cut, <laughs> cut trunks <laughs> to the ring. Uh, that was inspired by the ultimate fat-ass wrestler, like, Steve Carino. It's like, oh, dude, if he knows he's that good that he can wear those out there, yeah, I'm going to try it. I, I believe I got to believe in myself like that. Oh, I mean, um, yeah, Thomas Lennon with his uh, his little his little yo, shorts from you know one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> his balls hanging out, yeah, um, yeah, this, yeah, this movie, it's like the the other thing of this movie. I mean, half of the the clothes everyone wears in this movie is just nuts. Like, no, like, look, I I can appreciate and cut, you know, showing the guns off, like. The one guy, I but, think it's the same guy with the short shorts. Yeah, he also has like a crop top at one point. Right. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, there's what multiple is... people with crop tops. I was like, <laughs> no, the men, not the ladies. Yeah, the <laughs> no, like the women put more clothes on. Right. So, I mean, you get the weird opening with you know, classic Friday the Thirteenth kind of stuff. Yeah. Honestly, you're yeah. like, oh, let me drive the speedboat. Oh, oh my god. Oh, well, how about are they? Is it two? Are they? Are the two men together? Are they brothers? Are they? Yeah, no. Friends? You hear uncle, they... and it's like okay, right. And so... it's not like I haven't heard like the best of from how did this get made? Where they're taught they have to. Oh, you haven't ex- heard it yet. I haven't listened to that episode, but there was like oh, a so for like their two hundredth episode, they <laughs> did a best of, oh, which nice. is basically June just figure trying to figure out what everything is. Yes, it's. It's amazing because they get about they get about to here to the um the the accident in the water yeah. and it just derails it right. just derails the whole episode. But yeah, I mean, because uh, and when we did this episode, I was like, so wait, are, did we see that there was like one the boy was still alive or the girl only, was still alive? We only I, I'd say with this watch, it was like, and this is my first watch, but like we know one kid was alive, right? We see a torn up. <laughs> A right. life jacket, we, right? And we and we see the dead dad, right? Yeah. So I was like, and then you're led to believe that the 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 surviving child goes to live with their aunt, which like, is yeah, that's she's who was maybe coming to see them. Yes, was coming to see them because because the one guy goes, the doc's on their way on yeah. her way, yeah, and so. Yeah. Did like no one? I mean, like, did the 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 cousin be like, yeah? So I now I had a boy cousin, or I said I had a girl cousin, but now well, I've got I a think, boy. Well, yeah. no, I thought he explained it to Paul. Basically, Paul, Paul, the guy who's trying to get with Angela the entire movie, 
it was actually Peter, and I think we've said enough that it's like, okay, there's the twist. We're we're fine. Yeah. Um, as I say, I would not have known about this movie except there was a robot chicken sketch, which was like only the good parts. So, like, really great summary. <laughs> this movie's fucking good, gem. Really, really great, really great uh, summation of uh, there will be blood. It's like. <laughs> Somebody gets hit with a, you know, the 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 oil accident. Another person gets hit with with a pick, and then it's like a bastard in a basket. And then the next movie was <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Oh my God, Angela was the killer all along, and she has a penis. And then you have Seth Green doing his Chris Griffin. Oh my God, somebody remember this movie and made a sketch <laughs> about it. And then, I yeah. mean. There's a, there's how many of them? I mean, come on. I think there's there's four. See, there were, okay, yeah, I was, yeah. I was about to say. I thought they did a remake. I don't think they did. Um, no, it's a it's a uh, what's her face is back to what was her name? Not Meg. Judy. Judy returns to sleepaway camp. Uh, I know they did a short with Judy returns to sleepaway camp. I don't know. Like, I think there's only four movies officially. So we, much yeah, time. we watched the three because we yeah. um and um there's like 2008 was like a legacy sequel and i think uh felisa felisa rose actually shows up in that one yeah like and isaac hayes shows up in that one so of course he does of course he does um well speaking of random um like you know hollywood legends how about or james earl jones's father's in this movie i i i saw earl jones in there it's like yeah he plays the so, one cook, that not the pervert cook, yeah, the other cook. Right, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to the, well, no, that's my next note, but uh, no, my first note is like, god damn, Desiree Gold, Gould, um, who plays oh. Aunt Martha. Oh, you mean her, is, her delivery? Yeah, she's acting to the last role, row in the auditorium. It's like. Yes, yes, she is. Yes, she yeah. is. <sighs> is that wonderful of me <laughs> yes like oh I, I i didn't do community th- i didn't do much theater in school but i i was like the immediately uh standby stage hand for a lot of my sister's productions like oh we're missing somebody can you these were, as June has said it on how does it made. These are all choices that's actress yes. made. Yes, and yeah. holy shit, are they are they choices? They're like uh, no, and, and and honestly, they all work out when you get that last scene with her explaining you, the entire. Yes. You love her. You love her just because it's just like it's so over the top and it's amazing. And I love every choice that this this actress yes, made. Yes, but it, you know, I think it's kind of appropriate to talk about this since we did um on the on ninety for chill uh john wales james wales sorry oh yeah 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 uh, yeah um yeah we're uh, still in the era of theater actors converting to theatric yeah. movie acting many yeah like uh-huh. uh i what is it frederick march i think is his name i remember like in film class uh my first film cl- course it was uh we had to watch the um Ah, shoot. Was it The Passion of the Cross? I don't know. It was a... uh, It was a Cecil B. DeMille movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. 
uh signs of the cross something like that not signs that's way too catholic <laughs> uh, i mean it's hollywood i'm not you know uh go back to you know yeah, you're uh, right i think Glori- it's sign of the cross inglorious bastards you know the uh when churchill goes and says well how does how does he compare to louis louis b mar um um which is like gosh i don't know if you see inglorious bastards that's the first thing i've seen fastbender michael fastbender in it's like Yeah, I think that, um, uh, I think that was the same with me. It was the first thing I saw him in. Yeah, yeah, it's like this guy's a treasure, and I love the Alien prequels unapologetically. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I know those who like yeah. I mean, there's just so much. I guess when it comes to the Alien franchise, there's just so much stuff done by fans mm-hmm. done well. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um Signs no, what? so it is the sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean just the entire like uh I think it was John Lovitz on Saturday Night Live, Master Thespian. <laughs> yeah. Acting. Acting. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> um so uh so my second note though is like have you seen the little girl who lives down the lane with uh jodie foster yes i love that movie oh no it it is yeah it's golden and it's like that last that last shot of the fucking movie is bone chilling yeah yeah but no it's like i noted it's like all right after the little girl who lives down the lane we just accepted pedophiles are everywhere yeah 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 and we're basically true and we're just basically telling kids deal with it. Yeah, we pretty much tell we pretty much tell Angela in this one. Yeah, go we're into the rude. kitchen. You, you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, right, just murder his ass. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, and, in the tallest pot I've ever seen in my yes, entire life. Yeah, and it's like, but it's not like I don't fault the idea. No, no, and, his ass well, no, I'll, they'll definitely burn his ass. Like I, I'm one to like, I'm not one to say, let's murder all, you know, let's execute all pedophiles. I, I don't think anybody deserves to die. I, I'm an atheist, and I think only God can have such judgment. I don't believe in God, so I can't believe in it. But right. I will say, like, I don't support the death penalty, but you know, in lesser offenses. If a motherfucker has to limp the rest of their life, fuck yeah. Like yeah, I was she talking... burned his balls off, I'd be completely fine with that. No, too. no, 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 no. Well, definitely one ball. <laughs> I mean, like I was I was just saying it at work uh, before my general manager got transferred to Des Moines. It's like um, you know, and he's complaining about all the theft and stuff. It's like I don't support, you know, the radical Islam cutting off hands for an offense but you definitely have four fingers <laughs> that you do not need to use you're never no. gonna have a use for no Mm-mm. no so no yeah no i'm i'm all about say goodbye to your pinky if for that iphone 
I mean, pretty much everything this gentleman says in this movie. I mean, call oh them gosh, these no, it's like far. That's not even, like at least at least Martin Sheen had some. Etiquette. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh, but but and the fact is, like, everybody in the kitchen afterwards was like. All right, just moving on. Like, no, 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 no. No, that 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 that's the only bit that doesn't really work out is like, you know, it's nineteen eighty three. Yeah, Jim Crow ain't around, man. Right. Fucking hassle this guy. Negotiate. Yes. Yes. This ain't this ain't no time from. And it's, mas- and it's like New Jersey, serving. New York, so yes. it's not like the Seattle. Yeah. South. No. Like yeah, you know, listening well, to a podcast called the uh, Windy City Double Feature Show, um, and they bring up, oh gosh, we were pretty racist in Chicago in the eighties, and it's like, well, I mean, again, being downstate Illinois, no, you guys weren't that bad. <laughs> could be, yeah, could be worse. worse could be but, the detail. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, it's like, I mean, yeah. um. I don't know. There's like uh, another screen draft. So was there talking about Lincoln in the Spielberg draft? And you had a black mm-hmm. drafter, a black woman at drafter. And it's like, you know, my aunt's like, uh, who's a history teacher? No, Lincoln didn't want to do that. And it's like, Lincoln wasn't going to rank black people over white people. He did right. believe nobody should be serving. So right. Servitude to the other. Right. I mean, Sheesh, I mean, just listen to Ken Burns. Just watch Ken Burns' Civil Civil War right. uh, documentary. He talks about how Abraham Lincoln wanted to send the slaves, the freed slaves, back to Africa. Oh That's no, what no, he wanted to do. every everybody was about Liberia on the uh, abolitionist front, which was yeah. crazy. It's like yeah. you realize there's no infrastructure, like right, right. Let's just, I mean, might as well just be like, go fend for yourself now. Yeah, cool. Like, we ruined your lives. Let's root it some more. Awesome, right? Cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, at least the pilgrims, like, well, if they bring out, they bring come back with. If somebody comes back with some tobacco, we at least know yeah, that was a right? good investment for right. those religious cunts. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, not sorry, I could not help myself on that sea bomb religion. <laughs> oh yes, I'm going there. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So yeah, uh, um. Other guys with um, it was weird though. Like some of the edits on uh, Sleepaway Camp were fading out to commercial cuts. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you're not going to be able to show this, even if you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, the the last scene's going to be like no one's going to understand it. Like right, because it's well, going to be. Yeah, cut. you you couldn't show that on TBS or USA. No, no. But no, the language on itself, like I appreciate kids talking like fucking kids right oh but, yeah yeah it's like why are you like this is worse than bad news bears why oh, are yeah. we why do i see commercial fade outs like don't fade the black to you know this is 1983 spielberg showed you the dumbest transitions you could ever use yeah the wipes like yeah <laughs> yep well i mean and so we talked about in the episode, it was like, when we did it, we're like, so Angelo comes in and pretty much sets her own self up to be picked on. Like, really? Yes. Oh, no, no. She is totally. She comes into the fucking, like, uh, the little uh, 
camp or the um the cabin and she's just flat out staring at angela and like angela's like or not angela sorry judy and judy's like the fuck are you looking at like weirdo and i'm like yes angela you're being a weirdo well with an older sister who's on the spectrum it's kind of like i don't know for me like with 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 angela i think with angela was like look there's actual boobs no, I I don't want to go and put in titty envy. <laughs> Sorry. Or but... just the fact that it's like it's something that I'm supposed to have that because yeah. I'm like I've been I've been yeah the no I mean it's honestly I think the and we'll get to that at the end but it's like let's just go with uh Richie I think it was the brother the yeah cousin. The, the cousin mm-hmm. it's like so growing up for me. Um, yeah, I got picked on for because I wasn't an old German name in my hometown. Mm. No big deal to me. Well, I mean, nothing I couldn't work through. Thank right. you. And I'm an atheist now, but you know, high you know, the lessons learned in the church, the good lessons. And mm-hmm. I was a martial arts practitioner at the time. It's like, I don't know, I can get myself all sent. But I heard all the trauma my older sister was going through, and it's like, oh yeah, all right, gonna get the high school. She's gonna be a senior when I'm a freshman. Doesn't yeah. matter. I'm gonna fucking even things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, she made the wise decision of taking a correspondence course to get her last credits yeah, out, I mean, and didn't didn't yeah. have to go with, deal with her senior year. But it's still like. There was a part of me that was looking forward to kicking, you know, trying yeah. to kick the ass of Well, and everybody. Ricky does such a good job of kicking ass in this movie and, yeah. and defending her. I, I do really love Ricky in this movie because he, right. he doesn't let anybody take, you know, doesn't let, you know, anybody have the upper hand on with her for the yeah. most part. Right. So, yeah, let's see. I appreciate the language. Um, I, I do love the playfulness of a lot of the kills, though. Yeah, I mean the beehives. Like you gone and Nick Cage, <laughs> you got a Nick Cage, the motherfucker. Bees, <laughs> like, <laughs> the bees. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, going. I mean, going to Judy. I'm like, she's sick of fucking curling iron up her hoo ha. Yeah. Like, no, I. I like. That's what I think is going on. No, that's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it's like. Yep. And then she I'm getting more twisted. Be more yep. twisted. It's like, well, if you spread it out long enough, you can DP her, I guess. Like, I don't know. If you're going to take the time to put, like, you're going that extreme. Like, yeah. Look, like, so. And then, yeah. And then the one, what's her face, gets the one who, uh, Meg, yeah. beautiful Meg, um, <laughs> gets, um, like, just stabbed through the. I mean, she gets the like the like the lamest one. I'm like, oh, like, well, it's even... at least I think uh, you know it's the lamest yeah. one in uh, hindsight because all the best gore is the bo- images of the dead bodies. There's nothing really live gore wise. No, no, not in the no. Like, no. So, which is kind of a disappointment. Like, you know, seeing right. the, seeing the snake go out of the kid who she drowned. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. a smacking turtle popping his head. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that it's always, oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, like 
All right. It's... Why is it always her? Like... Right. It's the poor child that doesn't speak, and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's you!" Like she's got like leprosy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it's but like, like when it comes to this, it's like the weird. There, there's the the problems are like simple. Like, why did we really need this gay lover subtext in it? I don't know. I yeah. honestly don't know because my thinking was I didn't know. Well, they couldn't have been married because it wasn't legal then. But yeah, um, my thought was if that like if that was they were together and it was for some reason why didn't the 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 lover? I think they. Take- I think. Well, yeah, no, you're you're dead on right there about like why do they end up with the the aunt? Yes, the because uh... <laughs> we don't know exactly who's if that's who's whose dad it is. Is yeah. it like is it the guy in the boat or is it the guy in the shore? Right, who's, who's you know biologically the dad? Right, no, we're getting into the trying to explain Jude Diane Raphael. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> um, so to the defense of the movie all right but it's like i think they tried it with the scene where paul is trying to uh get into angela's pants oh yeah and she flashes back to watching her dad uh whoever her dad was right which of the two yeah yeah and then you have this entire circle stuff and it's kind of like i think you're trying to tell me I think you're trying to tell me that these kids are basically just equating everything as equals, which kind of makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because Aunt Martha should never have, like, and honestly, this goes back to arguments with my ex-girlfriend about cats. Like, (laughs) uh, we recently, uh, Little Skimble, the fluffy one, has, has passed. Oh, no. uh, Unexpectedly. But I was watching, like, when we broke up, it's like I can't, I can't take him to my. She moved in with her ex boyfriend, and I can't take him. You're know, like, we already have a boy cat there. We can't have two boy cats. This is what you get if you don't just accept who they are. <laughs> Was it like you ever listen? Ever um, listen to Mike Birbiglia, the comedian? Mike oh, love Mike. You know, I've been. I mean, I'm in. I'm. I'm from Peoria, the biggest market for Bob and Tom. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he talks yeah. about like, even though it's so not PC now, is but like two cats, like uh, two male cats, a prison gay, like like how <laughs> no, your belly it's... matches your paws. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, that's that's something about comedy. Like, oh, you can't do anything because no, you just have to fucking nail it. Yeah. Everything yeah. is still funny. As funny yeah. and as weird as it could possibly be, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just have to hit that. You 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 can't you can't you can't bat for average with those. You have no. to go for the fences. <laughs> like, everything is everything is still as funny as you think it is. You just have to take the time to make yeah. it to make yeah. us understand why it's that funny. I mean, yeah, fucking Dave Chappelle has even gotten lazy on that. Like, yeah, right, right. No, no, man. Look, Dave, can I be in a writing meeting? All right. All right. Yeah, no, no. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. All right. Well, here's how we take it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. I work at a electronics retailer and it's like, God damn, that's a lot of copies of fucking Hogwarts legacy pre-ordered. Uh, I was like, you guys didn't get the memo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm still a little confused on that one. Well, I mean, right. I mean, it was, we were just talking about it recently and I said, you know, I'm probably never going to go back to those books, which is very sad because I loved those books so hard. I'm like, God, one person well, there's nothing, fucking... Well, and it, it's just totally fucked up because like um, J.K. Rowling, it's like, Oh yes, Dumbledore was gay. Cool, but cool. But uh, if you have a cock, you're a guy, right? What bathroom are you using? Yeah, like who the fuck cares, fuck, yeah. man? Yeah, no, I'm... Jesus. But yeah. but she has enough fucking thoughts about how pe- like wizards get rid of their poop. So because she's got her own theories about woman. Yeah, just shut it. Like you would, you know, like people would still be on the bandwagon if you just shut it. Like, yeah, or really know. lean into your victimhood. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, not 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 that that would work. I mean, I don't think she was tricked by. What's that say about you if you were tricked by some woman as a guy? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, like no, like you can say your statement. Like my mom says, oh, I I wonder why John Cleese hasn't been canceled for you know saying that. Mm. It's like because he's a smart person, <laughs> he'll say like, well, this is what I feel, and he'll even, but you know, he'll stop and say, well, I'm not saying that feeling is rational. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ricky Gervais has gotten in trouble for a number of times, but he, you know, and the way he explains it, it's like it's not he's not he's not being derogatory he's, yeah, he's making he's, a joke like everyone mm-hmm. canceled his like his his last series and if you listen to the joke that he told mm-hmm. in it it makes complete fucking sense and he's not like he's not it's not transphobic at all no honestly no there's like no Chappelle just keeps like oh yes yeah, call me that fine like no dude no you gotta it's called also like learn you know yeah it, learn from it like right. that's what we all we want you to do is just learn from it that's People say shit and things change. Yeah, no, I beliefs change. No, twenty three years ago, it's like. So, when it comes to summer camp, the only one I really went to was the Camp of Champs, a Christian themed uh, high school wrestling camp ran by Mm -hmm. two former Olympic champions, and and hell, I gave testimonies during that. Oh, the things that I did in high school. That yeah. Like, wow. I can't believe I was part of that group. Yeah. Right. But, you know, and then you have like, well, I don't agree with interracial dating. It's like, hmm, sounds all right. From an authority figure. It's like, and then it's like, dude, I just acknowledge I can't compete with the LD. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm just, that's a joke, but it's still like, come on. It's like, you know, and I'll come up with bullshit reasoning. Like, well, maybe if their father wasn't a complete dick, they wouldn't try to rebel so much by doing that. No, that has nothing to fucking do with it. It's like, no. I, you know, it's like, you know, my parent, my grand, my mom being paranoid about 
the world my grand her grandchildren are going to be into it's like i think they're going to do just fine i'm, I'm probably gonna, gonna right i'm now. gonna probably punch 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 him for do my nephew for doing something saying something stupid before i get angry at the person around them well and i would say right now i have this new having worked at, uh, at high schools before i have no fear for this generation that is growing up that is coming out today because they are so open-minded and just like good people that i have no worries right None. no it's yeah i i no i'm like yeah it's just i mean when i so 1999 uh warren Beatty's bowfinger came out oh god yeah and it's like you know what we're gonna watch this movie i watched it and it's like growing up in a town of 37 churches my family is a big proponent for capitalism and like i've been talking to a girl over hinge about like look this is who i grew up with mm-hmm. my dad's a really great and understanding man but he also really benefited from capitalism and i don't fault his yeah. i don't fault where he's coming from yeah my I... mom on the my mom on the other hand is basically <laughs> reaping the benefits <laughs> what well, um yeah no i'm I'm more problematic with her <laughs> it's like yeah like yeah it, I, uh, but I, it's like know, there's the, the there's the entire my family so yeah well, i get it yeah that's the midwest everybody yeah <laughs> yeah well i think you know we've all come to the conclusion in ohio we're a red state and unfortunately that's just how it's gonna be so, right well thank god Let's move yeah well i don't know it's really is like thank god for chicago when it comes to illinois yeah, that's true, though. <laughs> true, true story. Which I'm just kind of confused about Ohio because you got Cleveland, you got Columbus, you have since. Well, sorry, well, I was about to there say. There you go. There's the. Problem. I was going to say Cincinnati, and then it's like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No, that's you got northern Dayton, Co- Cincinnati. Yeah, that's that's Northwest northern Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do miss playing the the. I can't even remember the name of the hockey team now in Cleveland the eerie oh monsters like eerie monsters okay yeah i didn't know if they were still the like peoria was able to stick around in the uh, american hockey league for way longer than i ever thought we should have been able to yeah yeah like (laughs) well yeah well we also had like cleveland also had a fucking soccer team too but well no no yeah it's uh they love their soccer. Well, I no, I can't say they love their soccer in Columbus because so I, I was at a yeah, Manchester. Yeah, not bad though. Pretty, no, pretty good. but but I, but I was at a uh, Manchester United versus Liverpool oh. game at uh, oh right at Ann Arbor. Yeah, so Michigan Stadium, and there's people in the crowd trying to say "Save the crew." It's like you guys had a problem, like. Who won? Was you it had the, you? Uh, no, Liverpool, which I hate because my I'm a, I'm a Man U girl. Uh, I'm a Newcastle United uh, guy. Nice, so, nice, nice. Um, no, so my Newcastle United. So my little sister, she was a big oh, Michael Owen is the greatest soccer is the mm-hmm. help me soccer player right now. <laughs> no, needless to say, she never tried putting an accent on. That's like. <laughs> It's like, oh, what the, what the fuck with that? 
And then um, I went to, uh, my mom took me over to England for graduation. And um, this is like the greatest Manchester United team. Um, oh. 90, the uh, 98-99. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but, you know, fucking who cares? Like, um, so I'm in London and I see a bunch of people in the black and white stripes of Newcastle United because it's the FA Cup. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Versus Man United, and it's like I know the I know Man United are the fucking Yankees. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, and That's it's why like, I love them. And it's like, well, I'm from I was Illinois. a huge Rooney fan too, though. So, yeah. well, I'm from I'm from Illinois to begin with, so it's like I'm a Cubs fan to begin with, and it's like, <laughs> well, fuck all, I'm not going to cheer for the Yankees. <laughs> And then you look at Newcastle's history and it's like, oh, yes, they've won four top titles in England. They haven't won one since 1929. And, you know, well, yep, well, there you no, go. it's about about fucking time then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be all right. So <laughs> thank you for that Saudi blood money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that as a Cubs fan. And it's like, well, thank you for that uh, anti those anti-choice and yeah fuck the poor policies of the ricketts family (laughs) yeah i was in chicago for work uh when the cubbies uh lost their wild card spot and i was like oh my god they're gonna start throwing garbage cans in the fucking street gotta get back to my hotel room before somebody lights something on fire no no cubs fans are pretty mellow all things considered we're we're just happy to be there half the time I don't know the the bar that I was in. They were pretty fucking pissed. Oh no 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 no! That's that's a different environment. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, you give no. them some alcohol. It's a different story. Well, no, I mean, it's like I always joked with um, waitresses working at my favorite bar in Peoria, and they're bitching about the cups, and it's like, so you're from Chicago, aren't you? Like, because. Cubs fans outside of Chicago land. And I mean, they've probably got the best fan base in all of baseball period. You know, no, we know it's like, we have to, we learned and we have to endure. <laughs> like if no. you're, if you're a Chicagoan who's a Cubs fan, Oh gosh, I would not imagine the headaches. You were also talking to, a uh guardians fan yes no 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 i how long has it been since we've ever oh oh, no that was the entire premise of how they sold major league was yes yes it was i'm writing a i want to write a movie about a baseball team that never wins and it's like i don't see the i don't see our uh, cleveland american league franchise ever winning unless i write it that way yep and can i yep and truth be told, they did not make Major League Three was back to the minors instead of, okay, you won the NL East in Major League. You won the, I'm sorry, you won the AL East in American, in Major League. You won the AL. Like yeah. the logical sequel would be winning the World Series. Instead, we can't give each we can't have two high goals of ourselves. <laughs> well fuck. I mean fucking so we're rookie. just gonna go fuck it up. We need we need our LeBron James to do it for us. 
Well, I mean, fucking hell, rookie of the year. It ends with Thomas Ian, whatever the cunt his name is. Whatever the cunt. (laughs) You know, showing that he's got the World Series ring on his finger. Yeah. One, Gary Busey was gone by that point. Two, was it Daniel you, Stern in that movie too? Yes, he was. He was a coach. Yes, he was. Yep. Uh, two, you threw your arm out in the uh, playoffs. No, <laughs> you're telling me the rest of the team is finally going to pick it all up. <laughs> right. Exactly. No. They've been yeah. relying on you. All of a sudden, you're not playing. You're they're going to win. Okay. Sure. Right. So, <laughs> no, but basically, like. I don't get the father lover influence. Like they could have nailed it, honestly, when they did that flashback. Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay, put the put the little boy in a wig. Yeah, that's probably not comfortable. Like being a former child model who closest acting job was child's play. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, I can see my parents rejecting that idea. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. It could have, I guess it's, but I don't think that really, I don't think that's really important. Like, okay, like, I, I totally am behind. Like, oh, Angela went nuts because he was assigned a girl against his, his choice. Yeah, I could see that. Don't assign genders if you're not the person. Who's going right. to be the choice. Exactly. Yes. So make, which I don't understand. So the reason why the aunt wanted Angela right. no, to be I a woman is the, because she wanted a girl. I was like, yeah, no, I brought sucks. it up in the in the fact that Skimble, like, why am I taking care of Skimble? You have the right to the cat. Take yep. the cat. Yep. And I like I joke about Skimble, it's like I think that little shit was faking it half the time. He just wanted your attention. He loved you that much. <laughs> and now in the slate. And like by the end of it, like she was saying, oh, little Skimble, we got him from the vet after, you know, we were trying to force feed him. And like she, he was so happy to see me. And it's like, it's a fucking act. He wanted just you to take care of him. <laughs> he got fed up with me. And like, I always joke with Allie about like you adopted that little shit because you always paranoid I was not going to be around. Oh, he's so cute and handsome. Oh, the same fucking adjectives you use towards me. <laughs> he talks too much. Oh, fuck. That is totally me. It's like, <laughs> I, I miss that little fucker because it's like, you get me. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> no. Totally cool. So no, I, I don't I, I don't hate the fact that I was watching over him. No. But it's like I knew he loved, I guess. Yeah, cats are also fickle as fuck. Oh no, no, like that's that's a great thing about cats. Like Skimble after dealing with that, you know, oh, you're trying to save my life shit for two days. No, 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 I want to go. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my ex says, like, that's who was his attitude. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not healthy. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I respect yep. that. It's like, which is why I don't, I mean, I've had, I've had a dog. And then, oh my God. Angela. 
Angela's the killer and she was really a boy! Oh my god! Somebody remembered this movie and wrote a comedy sketch about it! So an ode to Skimble, that doesn't sound like a bad way to end the podcast, uh, the conversation. As I said, it got cut off uh, because of Comcast uh, having internet issues. So it's making me think, well, you know, there's Volo over here. So just, um, I guess it comes down to who's going to advertise. I really should try uh, appealing to Volo then, the little company. Okay, I digress. So thanks for uh, sticking around for 90 for Chill, the podcast. It was uh, greatly appreciated. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Pardon me for really dropping those C-bombs when it comes to uh, my former religion. <laughs> so, But, you know, I guess that just really exposes who I am. So if you're willing to get to two hours to hear that, good for you. And thank you very much. I'm glad we have an understanding. So otherwise... When it comes to the podcast, uh, please rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Uh, There's going to be a transition coming up soon. I hope everything works out uh, from Podbean. But, you know, that's going to be probably the end of March when that occurs. So that's what's going on there. And when it comes to the reviews, please be five stars. You can talk all the shit you'd like in the review. I'm just trying to fix the algorithm. So... Thank you for your understanding. I do reciprocate on Apple Podcasts. My username is Scoop Staley. Um, so otherwise, I think it's really, you know, we've done our tribute to Skimble. And I hope uh, Stacia's really, uh, I'd say abused, but I mean, just loving the shit out of that little guy. I think she always had a hand in him. So I agree. Uh, just, you know, thank her for watching over that cat and me and... I hope she's doing fine with her, with him, and I hope she's still taking care of everybody who she touched in her life. So, um, you know, otherwise, uh, thanks again. Coming to show if you want by emailing me at rustthebus07 at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and talk as much shit as you'd like about the podcast. My user account there is at catbusrust. And if you want to be hip, follow me on Mastodon, the account is russstevens.mastodon i'm sorry at russstevens at mastodon.social so thanks again for coming to the 90 for chill the podcast and we'll see how b-fest goes have a good night can i hear a wahoo